Hi, and welcome to Transparent with Tina. I am Tina Marks, your host. Today's guest found his success and his purpose by chance meeting with a gentleman that he met in Starbucks that would soon become his mentor. Today, we're going to talk about mentors, leadership, um, putting your plan in place, mindset, and finally, his business, which is in the financial He's in the financial business, and he actually has a couple of job openings. So if any of you are out there looking for a career change, you want to definitely listen in. This guy, like I said, he is dynamic. He is real. He is Warner Trejo. Up next. Welcome, Warner. You got some energy going on. I hey, love man, it. When you, meet, when, when you meet great people, you got to reciprocate it with great energy. Ah, I like that too. So, anyways, so good seeing you again. I was actually on your podcast. This was like, it seems like a long time ago. How, how long was that? And it's still uh, not even out yet. I, I, I would not yet. There's a, there's, there's a, there was a small, small gap or break if you will yeah business business picked up so that was a good break but um i want to say it was in january yeah yeah that sounds about right sounds yeah that sounds about right yeah you've got a great podcast too and and everybody listening in case you haven't uh listened to warner's podcast what's the name of your podcast again i forgot stay in the big Stay in the big. I love it. Yeah, you got to tune in and listen to him because he's got amazing guests on. I was go- actually going all through your Instagram this morning. So uh, uh, you, you got it going on. So you are in the financial industry and you actually call it Synergy Financial? Synergy Financial is the name of the firm. Yeah. Synergy Financial. Okay. So why don't we, before we get into that, what exactly you do, why don't we talk about how you like started your own business? Yeah. So, Wow. Um, I, I smile because every time I look back at this story, it was like, I shouldn't be here. Um, and this is why I, I say that. So I went, when I studied college, I actually studied political science. I wanted to do a, I wanted to practice law. That was like mm. my dream. Like, you know, the, my American dream was to do law in this country. And, uh, your dream or your parents' dream? I always my, have to ask that when it's, when it's, I want to be. An so that's a, that's a good question. I think yeah. it was both. Because for them, it was just like, hey, find a stable job, find a stable career. And for them, stability meant doctor, lawyer, you know, that work for the state, one like that, or become a teacher. That's what stability meant for them. And for me, I was like, well, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to pursue law. And that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with any of those careers, guys. It was just for me, that's what I thought. I made that decision when I was... 19. So by the Mm -hmm. time I was like 26, 27, I was like, yeah, I don't really want to do this. (laughs) Um, So I'm at Starbucks. Shout out to Christopher Schleyman. Schleyman, this is your story, bro. Um, He's my, he's my, if you've ever read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he's my rich dad. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he's my rich dad. Oh, he's your rich dad. dad. (laughs) Okay, got it. Yeah. Love those books. Uh, So, so. I remember we're at a Starbucks. A buddy of mine's like, "Hey, um, coming up with me," and I meet this guy there. His name is Christopher Schleyman. Unassuming, you know, we chopped it up. We talked baseball. Um, and from what I remember, we talked baseball, and uh, he he kept my number and he followed up with me for seven months. Like 
hey, how are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. At the time, I was working as a designer mm-hmm. and thought nothing of it. And essentially, it sparked an interest. I'm like, man, this guy is like, he go, he often goes to vacation. He has a beautiful, beautiful family, like picture-perfect family. And he has an amazing career, but I have no idea what he does. Mm-hmm. So seven months after the fact, I'm like, bro, what do you do? And he goes, uh, come to my office. And I'm like, that sounds like a closing question, but whatever. Right. I asked, I earned right. it. Like I'm going to go yeah. to the office. And so I go is to this the a office. contemporary or you said it's like rich dad, poor dad. So he was, is he much older than you or is he? He's he, much, he, he's much. Yeah. He's, uh, okay. he's, he's much older than me. Okay. Um, um, and so he's literally my father's age. Okay. And so, and so I go to his office, beautiful office, and I sit down and his first question, well, I'm sure it wasn't his first question, but it's the one question I remember. And he goes, talk to me about your mentors. At this time, I don't have a mentor. I don't even know. I didn't know what mentor meant. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh yeah, Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Gary Vee, Jim Rohn, uh, Grant Cardone. And then I mentioned the name, which stopped the conversation. And then I said, Ed Milet. And I'm like, there's this new guy. Ed Milet was like new to social media at this time. And I'm like, there's this new guy coming now by the name of Ed Milet. And he starts laughing. So in my head, I'm thinking, dude, I, I haven't seen you in seven months and you're laughing at me. And then he goes, you got to meet my wife. And so I'm like, what? Like that, it's not related to the conversation. So, so his wife walks in the room and he goes, uh, Michelle, this is Warner. Warner, this is Michelle, my wife. Shout out to Michelle. Um, and he goes, uh, he goes, uh, Warner says, I'm looking here as, cause I'm remembering how it was, right? He goes, Warner says that Ed is one of his mentors. And she says, Oh my God, you know, Eddie. And I'm lost. <laughs> You're like, like, I don't know. If I, know I don't Ed. know who Eddie, Eddie is. Uh, and when he said Ed is my mentor, I'm like, I didn't say he's my friend. Cause I thought mentor right. meant friend. Right. And, and then he goes, and then she goes, so I'm lost. I'm like, she's laughing. He's laughing. I'm like, who the hell is Eddie? And, uh, and she goes, Oh, I'm sorry. Max out Ed my And so I'm, I'm like, what's he got to do with Eddie? And what's Eddie got to do with you? And why are you laughing? And she goes, Oh, Christopher didn't tell you Eddie's my brother. <gasps> You're kidding. And so I look oh, at Christopher, wow. I look at Christopher and I'm like, I thought he made his money in real estate. He goes, no, he made his money here. I didn't know what here meant, but I was like, yo, I want, I'm, I'm in what, like, I'm, well, let's go. That, like I, and so. At that moment, story, let me ask you, at that yeah. moment, Warner, did you say, this is like God intervening? Is this is just more than a coincidence? This is just, you know, divinely um, orchestrated? Or, or did you not think that at all? Did you just think it was a coincidence? I thought it, I for sure thought it. Um, that's a great question too. That's a great observation on the story. Uh, the thought that went through my head was, I'll tell you exactly what the thought that went through my head because I, I often look back and think of that moment. I thought, I thought in my mind, I thought, I thought in, I thought I was 20 years away from meeting someone of that caliber, mm-hmm. but more than the, more than meeting him, it wasn't more about meeting him. It was, how do I get to where he's at? Mm-hmm. 
Right. How do I where's get the road to map? the opportunity? Yeah. Where's the GPS? Yep. And that the fact that that was presented through Christopher, I was like, because Christopher is a very, very successful individual himself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you're in that circle, you can teach me and I want you to teach me. And so that was the biggest spark. And I'll say this to answer your question. So coincidence, there's two words, right? The root alert, there's co and then there's inside. Co means a partnership, you know, uh-huh. cooperation, you know, everything that has co means it's a cooperate. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's dual, two things uh-huh. inside in, incidents means a happening. So there's two things that are happening. That's what a coincidence is. My mind was already looking for something mm-hmm. mentally. I was prepared yes. to, I was open to opportunity. I didn't know what opportunity looked like, but at least I was aware I was opening to accepting something. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like, Hey, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm going to find out. And if I fell, well, I found out that that didn't work sooner than it was just to me overthink something. So I was at that moment in time, I was so dissatisfied, dissatisfied with my position where I was. And it wasn't an income thing. It was an outcome thing. Right. I was like, dude, I need to find something that propels me. Like the Grant Cardone's, the Ed Milet's, the Tony Robbins, they didn't make it successful working for somebody else. Right. Right. I just didn't know what it was that I needed to work on. But I only stop so, you right there too. You said yeah. you were open. Okay. You knew you wanted another way. Okay. But you were open. And I think there's a lot of people out there listening right now that desperately want another way, but they're not open. Would you agree with right. me? They're like very yeah. fixed mindset. They, they are attached to an outcome, only one particular outcome. Instead of saying, I want a new experience, I want a new career, I want a new relationship, and I'm open to whatever the universe brings me, they're attached to it only coming in one form. And if it doesn't come in that form, they get discouraged, they get upset, Mm -hmm. and then they don't see the other opportunities, which in in most cases is even better than what you dreamed to begin with. Does that make sense? For for sure. It's a, I think... (laughs) I'm a, we talked about fitness before we recorded, right? Yeah. I was like, I, we all want six pack abs, but we don't all want to do the sit-ups and we don't all want to do the diet and we don't all want to do the cardio. Yeah. But I'm doing all that, but I'm going through menopause and I've lost my (laughs) six pack. What the heck? (laughs) Like, I feel like life, your journey and your career is the very same way. There's going to be things. If you want to accomplish certain dreams, there are going to be certain things that you're not going to like doing like the pain of being sore and and fitness, Mm -hmm. the pain of doing things that you want and eating things that like diet's a big part of fitness, right? Well, in business is the exact same way. And and even pre-framing that, right? Getting to a position where you just got to be open to something. For me, it was my dissatisfaction of where I was Mm -hmm. opened my heart and my mind to be like, dude, I let anything come in just because it may or may not give me the opportunity to create something better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That slim chance gave me the open door. If that slim chance wasn't there, I would have just been skeptical about everything. There and you go. I think skepticism is one of the biggest dream killers or overthinking is one of the biggest dream killers. Because oh, over, overthinking always leads to you begin to compare your story. Dude, so Christopher tells me this. He goes, Hey, there's some people that succeed here in in two years. What if it takes you 15? Mm -hmm. Like, right. So he gave me that question. What if it takes you 15 years? And you know what my answer to that was, dude, 
there's no way in 15 years I'll make a million bucks where I am right now. So it doesn't matter. There you go. That That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And, and yeah. overthinking too, Warner, from what I, my experience with overthinking is I just, I just walk myself around in a 380 degree <laughs> circle, right? Yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> you're, uh, you're in, then you start walking yourself out and there you, there you are again. Right. It's a, the, the way I like to put it is, is if I told you Tina to go knock on the door next door, Mm-hmm. Would you walk around the block to knock on that door? Or would yeah, you exactly. Just door? Yeah, right. And so, oh, Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Over, yeah. Overthinking is just like you're walking around the block to knock on the door next door. I love like, that. Yeah. I'm going to use that analogy. Fantastic. And, and we all overthink. It's not like, it's not like overthinking all of a sudden leaves. It's years of personal development and you're still overthinking. The only difference is that you've now. You, you've now conditioned your mind to say, Hey, I'm going to trust my gut on this because I trust the personal development I've been through. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, it's like when you play sports, when you're in the game, it's second nature. Mm-hmm. You're no longer thinking of what you're doing in the game. Exactly. That's what practice is for. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so, and so I, I, well, a biggest thing that Christopher has always told me, it's like, Hey, or Ed, Ed, Ed always talks about this and on his podcast and on his, on his Instagram. And, and it's like, I got a good friend. I'm going to give him a shout out to his name is Jay Gothier. Oh my God. This guy, he's, he's, he's younger than me, but this dude's been in at it in the business for like 10, 12 years. And it's like, Hey, 10 to 12 years later, you're an overnight success. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, right? I love that. Like, Everybody's overnight success. They don't see all the work behind that. I, yeah. I, I, and you know, there was one question that I had asked you on the forum too, where I asked you, how do you practice moving forward? And you said, by not overthinking. Right. Right. Okay. So moving forward. So by not overthinking and just getting into action is what you were talking about. Right. So you right. just get into action. So what would you say to somebody that just cannot get themselves into action? They just are, are too depressed. They're too, I mean, easier said than done because I agree with yeah. you. The fastest way to get out of depression or out of your own way or out of your head too much is to just get, go take a walk, just get your body moving, right? Yeah. But some people, because I've experienced this, some people, they, they, what would you say would be the best hack in getting somebody to get into action where they're, they're just, they're paralyzed? Yeah. Good question. This, I'm going to answer that not because I'm an expert in this, but I'm going to answer that because of what helped me. Yes. Um, you're going to fail. So fail fast, fair now and fail often. Mm-hmm. Once you get over that fact, because there's one thing, there's one thing that you got to, the most, the, the biggest person or the most important person to be honest with is with yourself. Yes. And so most of us, our paralyzation or lack or lack of action or lack of activity comes from mental paralyzation of fear of failure. Mm-hmm. I hate getting no's mm-hmm. and I don't want to I don't want to look like an idiot mm-hmm. or whatever that story could mm-hmm. be, it, whatever that story is for somebody else. So understand that you're going to fail. It's like if you're in a bo- if you're in, in if you're in boxing as a sport. Guess what? You're going to get punched. Yeah. If you're in soccer, you're going to get kicked. If you're in football, you're going to get smacked. Mm-hmm. Like it's just gonna hits the nature of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if, if, if you're in, 
in anything, whether you're moving forward in business, whether you're moving forward in your personal development, whether you're moving forward in, if you're starting a church, like it doesn't matter. You're going to fail. Why? Because there's a lot of things that you don't know that are happening in that industry. So the learning curve, this is, and I say failure loosely because I understood that we're conditioned to look at failure as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. If you fail in class, it's like, oh my gosh, the world's going to fall down. But, but then you hit life and it's just like, dude, I keep failing so many times. Like, how should I view this? Failure is a good thing. Failure makes you learn things quickly. Right. And so once you understand that you're going to fail, once you understand that you're going to fail often, you, you accept that fact and then you just look past it. Mm-hmm. And I think too many times what paralyzed me in my journey is that I looked at failure and I stopped there. And I tried to make the adjustments there instead of just, okay, I failed. I'm going to try this again. At least when you're trying, because once you start doing activities, you start realizing, oh my gosh, if I touch that wall, there's wet paint. So but you, if I walk through you, the- you actually got to the point where you failed that there's a lot of people sure. that have a personality like I did for most of my life. Mm-hmm. I'd get right up to the gate yeah. and then I'd bail. Right. Because in my mind, if I didn't take that last step, I would never know if I failed or not. See, I was always left up to, well, can't really say I failed because I didn't actually go the, the whole distance. This was, you know, it's, and this is so, what's so important about being self-aware with yourself, because I was doing this for years, had no idea that's what I was doing. I just thought, oh, I've lost interest in this particular field that I was going into. You know, I just kind of thought maybe I was a little bit flaky. And, yeah. um, but I think what happens is when you get to, close to the finish line it, it's scarier than ever and also <laughs> yeah. you know the, the the further ahead you get in any more successful you get in any career you know there's going to be more tasks more time taken out of your day you know that's where the real commitment comes in it's like right is, is getting to the finish line so you were talking too also about um or, or it was one of the questions that I had for you is about being accountable. And, I, and you said one of the ways that you're accountable to, is to yourself is by being honest with yourself and other people, which yeah. you're speaking to. That's why the name of my show is transparent with Tina. So yeah. like, you know, so tell us about that and tell me maybe of a story when you weren't honest with yourself and, you know, and, yeah. and, and one story, maybe when you are like the difference. So when you're not honest yeah. with yourself, what happens just so our viewers can really get a good idea of this. For sure. I, I like to, I'm not a fitness expert by any means, but I like to use fitness as an example, because I think we can, a lot of us can relate. And what I like about fitness is that when you start fitness, you can get immediate results. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in business, it takes you nine to 12 months, but fitness, you do every day at the gym at 30 days, you're going to see something. Mm-hmm. It may be just like a small lump, but you'll see something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or you'll be sore or you'll feel a certain way. And so the reason I bring it up is when you work out alone, there's certain workouts that you won't do. Some people are like, ah, I don't do cardio. Cardio is not my thing. And they get results. And I'm not saying cardio is everything, but then it's different when you have a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. There's that accountability factor. The personal trainer is going to make you do things mm-hmm. that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And so you got to stay accountable. The personal trainer is going to give you a meal plan. They're going to be like, hey, take your take your shirt off. Or, or if you're a guy, right, take your shirt off, strip down to your undies. We're going to weigh you. And it's just like all these insecurities, things that you wouldn't do normally, a trainer is there. Why? Because there's that accountability factor. Okay. So what I realized, the biggest part of mentorship in my life, what it really, really helped me was I wasn't holding myself accountable. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So what mentorship did to me was it held me accountable. Hey, where are you at for the day? Are you in, you know, are you making phone calls? Are you prospecting? Are you reaching out to new clients? Are you following up with old clients? All things that naturally I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. I will say this too. Why is that important to understand? You will never, you, you will never out earn your identity. I will repeat that. You will never out earn your identity. If your identity is, if, if your self-talk or your self-belief is I've only ever earned $60,000. So that's what reality is. Guess what, dude, there's people making 60,000 a month. Oh, but so you'll I, never out earn your, maybe your belief is what you're saying. You're, right. Your, your belief. belief but, okay. Okay. Right. So you'll never, your, I, I, what you believe yeah, to be yourself. your identity. Okay. Right. Right. Absolutely. So, if you say you're not going to earn more than six hundred six six sixty thousand dollars you're not going to. Absolutely. For sure. And so why do I share that? Because my identity, my accountability mm-hmm. held up that identity. Uh-huh. I see. Ooh, so when that's people are like, one. I'd like that Warner. So, so your people are like, ability only held it up to that goal. To my personal identity. Yes. But when I, when I, when I started to build, when, when, when I decided to say, I'm going to be open to an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to, I'm going to be open to mentorship. Mm-hmm. This is what, it, this is what it did. Opportunity just meant, Hey, you're going to do something that you've never done before. That's what yes. opportunity means. Yes. Number two, mentorship is, Someone that isn't, they're vested in you, but someone that isn't family or a friend is going to keep you accountable to yes. hold, to, to raise your identity. Those yes. are all things that we're not used to. Exactly. It's like, no, I, I make 60,000. My friend makes 60,000. We all make 60,000. That's a good bubble. I'm in. We're uh-huh. comfortable. I have my house. I, there's nothing wrong with that, but I wanted to change all of those things. So in order for my accountability to change, I had to change the, I had to change the identity of the people I was accountable to. Yes. Yes. So all of exactly. a sudden, what I look as, what I look like, a, what, what I thought was hard work. I'm looking at someone who make, who's making half a million or above. And they're looking like, dude, that's not hard work, bro. Right. Exactly. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta adjust. You have to work. adjust. Yeah. You have to adjust now to that new level. So that's where that started to change was, I had to adjust my associations. I had to adjust my belief system. Mm-hmm. But even before adjusting my belief system, I had to adjust the words that I was using. Mm-hmm. What really is hard work? What really is prioritized? Mm-hmm. What really is, oh, I'm doing the dirty, dirty, or whatever whatever language that was. Mm-hmm. And I started to realize that as, as, I, as I started to change my words, I started to change my belief. As I started to change my belief, I started to change my actions. Mm-hmm. As I started to change my actions, I started that changed my confidence and my and my reality. Exactly. But it all began began with, dude, am I going to accept this opportunity? And am I going to accept accountability by someone who's making a lot more than me? So when you say change your words, you're also talking about like what comes out of your mouth, and you know because a lot of people say I'm so stupid or you know just mm-hmm. in jest, but yeah. your subconscious mind records that. For sure. And, and, and that's, you know, like you said, your thoughts become your emotions, your emotions, your behaviors, and your behaviors become your habits, your habits become your life. So yeah. you want your life and habits and behavior to change. You have to really be honest about what thoughts you're thinking and what 
what is coming out of your mouth. And that goes right. for, I mean, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but that goes for like complaining as well, because I'll yeah. get on the phone with my girlfriend and I'll be like, <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm just fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because we women, yeah. you know, we were a relationship. Uh, I mean, we, we, we all do that. Like yeah. men and women both do the same thing. It, yes. It's, it stems from, for, for me, what, 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 what was a huge game changer was emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. I had one word for like eight different emotions. So I used to always say, I'm pissed. And it was like, I, I now look at that version of me and I'm like, dude, you weren't pissed. You were frustrated when that happened. Mm-hmm. What led to that frustration? Mm-hmm. Was it, was it because you didn't know how to do something? Right. Like, so, so, but for me, it was just like, what am I, what am I? the language you use for things, it's important because you associate a certain feeling to that, to that language. So if I say I'm pissed when I'm really not pissed, then guess what? My emotion is going to be at that moment. I'm pissed. Anger. Yes. I'm pissed. I never thought about that's amazing. I love that Warner. So it's basically articulating. It's, it's not even not talking negatively about yourself, mm. but it's using the correct language for the emotion that you're feeling. I like that. Okay. Yeah, and, and it's, you're, you're right. It's not that it's not that it's a, you're not applying negative emotion is as you're applying the correct emotion. The correct one. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And exactly. sometimes that shift, it's like, it's for, for me, my biggest journey has been emotional intelligence. Yes. Because if, if I'm going to, if I'm going to increase my identity, guess what? I have to show up as a different individual. Yes. Yes. So in order for me to become different, okay, what are the differences that I have to make a shift in? And for me, the biggest thing, and I continue to do that is my, my emotions. I have to have control of how am I processing things here yes. so that when my activity, because our activity reflects on what we think. Yes. All, all our actions and habits are, are strictly a reflection of what we feel and what we think. Yes. So if, if I can control this, yes. then guess what? Innately, I control my activities. Absolutely. And, you know, I was just thinking to myself, too, most of my life I was very angry. And, you know, uh, if I start bringing that down, yes, one reason I was angry was I was very frustrated. You know, mm-hmm. I get very impatient when I can't figure something out right away. Yeah. It just burns me. Okay. So I still have to work on that. And then the, the other thing is always, if when I really look deep, deep down, I was very sad. But when you experience sadness from a young age, okay, and you don't feel protected, what happens? You put up the walls and that's the walls yeah. of anger. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we could talk. I know you and I can talk about this stuff for like a long time. I remember last time too, but let's get back into your mentor. Did he become your mentor? Yeah. Well, so he didn't know that at the time. I didn't know that. I didn't know what it was to find a mentor. Uh-huh. I didn't know what it was to look for a mentor. I didn't even know where or how that began. And I specify this because there's a lot of, I shouldn't go into that. I don't want to go into that. Cause that's going to open up a different, <laughs> a yeah, different, go down another rabbit hole. I yeah. know I can do that too. For, for, for me, for me, what it was is just, I didn't, it's not that I didn't have a role model. I just didn't know what the other side looked like. I didn't know what, I didn't know essentially what, what this was my thought. This guy makes half a million. I want to know what it is to make half a million. Cause I don't have anybody like that in my life. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I asked that, cause that stems from you, your mentor can be, 
Tony Robbins. But if you aren't open to it, guess what? Tony Robbins doesn't work for you either. Yeah, exactly. So, it, so for me, what it was, it's, am I open to learning a new way of life and a new way of thinking? Because this guy at the, at the time he was just a guy, this guy lives a different life. This guy lives the life I want, makes the income that I want. Mm-hmm. The family looks like the family that I want. He has the faith that I have. Like mm-hmm. it was just all the things were there. Mm-hmm. So now it was in order for me to ha- become that version, I got to become that person. Yes. Yes. And how yes. Does, and, and as, I think a lot of people over uh, promise themselves, oh, I'll do anything. I'll do anything until they start to see what that anything really entails. Yeah, that I, I'll do anything. It's 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 beyond what we post on social media. It's like it's like, okay, am I am 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 I doing these daily habits? You talked about these, right? These da- the daily habits. Mm-hmm. And so and so what I started to really as I got closer to him, because he didn't become my mentor right there and then. It okay. was a process. Okay. It was a process. As I started to learn not just how he not just the business, but how he did the business. It wasn't and then it was more than the business. I was like, how does he talk? And then it was like, how does he talk to his family? And then it was like, how does he behave around his family? Mm-hmm. How does he behave around his around the his associates? Mm-hmm. How does he behave as 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 a professional? It was I, I started to see all these things, and then I was I started to realize, oh my gosh, I'm taking notes on all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and so the next step was, do I want to be held accountable by that guy, by the guy who's living the life that I want? Mm-hmm. Am I willing to help be accountable to him? Mm-hmm. And that was, again, that was internal work because that wasn't an immediate thing. The immediate thing was, dude, I'm game. Let's, let's get it. Let's get this money. But then right after that, they don't tell you, oh, guess what? You got to do accountability. You got to, right? And so for me, that, that was the other process was getting to a point where are you dissatisfied enough or you, do you want it bad enough that you're willing to change who you are today? And that was scary. Yes. Yes. That I think is, (laughs) that is the coming to Jesus talk you have to have with yourself. Right. Yeah. And so that answer obviously was yes. And I, I don't think you'd mention it. Is he the, in the financial field? Cause you you see, so so that is, so that's how you got into the financial field. And that's how I became. Yes. And that's how are you do work with him for him. Yeah. It's uh. We, 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 he's a business partner of mine. Um, he's, uh, actually, wow, that's exciting. Oh my God. He changed my life. He, he changed my life. So, yeah. so tell me about Synergy Financial. So Synergy Financial, um, we, what we do, um, I love the name. Every, just, uh, yeah, I love it too. Right. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's a, uh, and I mean, there's meaning behind it, right? It's, of course. It's, it's a, it's a, it's the synergistic kind of ideal. Um, we bird's eye view of what we do, wealth management, um, estate protection, uh, family protection, um, investments, long-term and short-term. Uh, what does that mean? Mutual funds, Roth IRAs, um, IULs, um, all things that I don't want to get into the, cause I could get into the weeds when it comes to that. So that, those are the things that, of what we, we deal with as far as the consumer side. Um, what, I specialize in mostly is developing, developing leaders and brokers within our firm. Um, obviously we all went through this thing called the pandemic together. Mm-hmm. Um, and what the pandemic, so there's, 
true stats, there's 330 million Americans in the U.S. Out of those 330 million Americans, there's only 270 licensed financial advisors in the country. So there's a massive discrepancy in the industry. There's a massive discrepancy as far as, and the average, the average, your average financial advisor, 65 years old, white American. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, but Mm -hmm. I'm a Latino. Mm -hmm. Guess who a Latino family is not letting come into their living room to talk to them about money? The 65 year old white guy, guy. (laughs) right? This is the old white guy. Yeah. The old white guy. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) 65 is not old. It's not, but, but, but (laughs) 33 is better. And I'm just kidding. (laughs) I have a running joke. Someone was like, why, why would we go with you? They're like, well, one thing I can guarantee you is that I'm gonna live longer. Yeah. Yeah. I can (laughs) be around. Yeah. I can, I can, I can, I can protect your money longer. Um, I could get your money. Right. Uh, But, but so what I saw was number one, I never had a, I never had somebody speak to my family about this. Mm-hmm. So it was like eye opening, like, oh, my God, I can be that person in my and in, in, in my demographic. Number two was I saw that there was a huge gap, a huge discrepancy. So I was like, what if I can step in and fill that gap, fill that gap, that's and that's, fill the gap. And many man. times that's all. Yeah, that's all opportunity is, is can mm-hmm. you fill the gap? Mm-hmm. Um, what I didn't want to do was I didn't want to become a realtor. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we all, we, I think everybody that's listening probably knows three to five realtors off the top of their head. Mm-hmm. But how many financial advisors do you actually know that are licensed? Mm-hmm. How many financial professionals that you know that are licensed? You told us 250, right? Right. Two, 270. And there's only 270. 330. Yeah. Two, 270,000 uh-huh. versus 330 million Americans. So, right. so seeing that gap, I realized, well, well, I can step into this, but not only that, if I know that there's a discrepancy, what COVID did is it allowed us to do this digital world, right? Where we're doing things via Zoom, we're doing things from home. Yes. Well, the opportunity of doing things from home was, yes, we got to learn a new way of living and a new way of making a living, mm-hmm. but it allowed us the opportunity to expand. Whereas before I could only work with what's in my 30 mile radius. Now it's like, I'm crossing state boundaries. Right. I'm meeting with families in Nebraska, in Iowa, in states that I've never even been to. Uh huh. And so for hey, oh, this is where you said your that your company is growing very uh, quickly in the digital, and that you're looking for three individuals who want to make what fifteen to twenty twenty grand a yeah, month. Yeah, and, and anywhere from fifteen to twenty oh, k. So people that are to saying expand your team in doing yes. this and get oh, yes. that's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's exciting. It's and how exciting. long would the training process be, Warner, for somebody that was interested in doing this? For someone who wants to take a, a, a serious consideration, mm-hmm. I would say give us 60 to 90 days. Why 60 to 90 days? Because within that time, not only is there training, there's a licensing process as well, because yes. we're highly regulated by the financial industry, Yes, as many of us would know. But the, uh, the other part of that, too, is there's also going to be a personal development part, mm. which is going to be, OK, we're going to there's going to be new habits that we're going to establish. Mm-hmm. There's going to be this is going to be a new norm. Remember how we talked about earlier in the podcast yes. in order to in order you can never out earn your identity. So how can we raise the identity as we're going through the training process? I guess it. what, guys, a lot of us, I think our confidence comes from what what's our ability to do something is. If I can teach you how to do that something and do it effectively, guess what? I've already solved the confidence problem. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? You know, confidence comes from achieving. It doesn't yes. come from like having things. I learned that a long time ago. Yeah. Everybody thinks, well, if I have the nice car, or I have the, the nice outfit or the house, that doesn't right. give you confidence alone. It's the achieving. Right. And then taking it one step further, it might've been Tony Robbins. Um, it was one of the great thought leaders that said, you know, and it's even the the accomplishment, the small accomplishments more than the large accomplishments that really right. brings you the confidence. The, the, yeah. the way to that grand result is what really gives you the confidence. It's not the, the end result. It's the in-between it's the small, steps. Yeah, the, the, small, the small victories. Yes, right? exactly. Those little victories, exactly. they, they, so, they build up. They yeah, build up. so you know that's why I say praise yourself on the small ones. Don't wait for the large one. First of all, you're not going to give yourself a pat on the back for a while. You, know, yeah. you need to encourage yourself. you got to be yeah. your own best friend. So you're looking for three people right now. So how do these people get in touch with you, Warner? Um, the best way to get in touch is I absolutely answer to all my DMs. Please send me a DM and let me know. On Instagram, like, you're talking about. On, on Instagram, yes. Yeah, and what? And, it's, at, and tell, tell us what at, your handle is. So at Warner, my last name's a little different. Trejo, so it's T R E J O. So at Warner, W A R N E R T R E J O. Mm -hmm. um, you'll see an orange picture of me. Uh, as you can tell, orange is my favorite color. And um, who else has it on yeah. my too? <laughs> we did not plan and, this. And, <laughs> and so and so for me. Yeah, send send me a DM. Um, we'll we'll hop on a, on a phone call. And, okay. and, and anybody we'll... looking to change their life, as well, you know that you said you're looking to get ten people up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. That was the yeah. That's I, I, I know, I know what your question. I'm mentioning yeah. that now. That's one of what, your goals, right? One of one of your one of your questions was what are one of my what are my goals? Yeah, and one of them is, I think, success for me. For me, success is measured by. Not just your results, but were you able to also get somebody else there? Were you able to duplicate yourself? Mm -hmm. And a big part of a big thing, a big, a big fascination right now is can I help 10 other individuals independently learn to make $250,000 actively? Mm -hmm. And I remember when that was a, just a thought and a dream for me. And it was just like, like that it's now different when you're able to say, yeah, I want to help 10 people make that now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, so for me, it, it was, it was life-changing and I want to help change lives. So. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Do you have a minimum with people that you work with? Like if somebody was to come to you, cause I think one of the fears that a lot of people have with when they hear the person financial advisor, Oh, I must have, yeah. I have to have a lot of money to start this. Mm. So they never start and then they end up and they never have a retirement and they're working the rest of their lives. And yeah. which is so unfortunate because, you know, yeah. when we get older, we have ailments and this and that. And it's just, I mean, it's, if you want to work the rest of your life, but I think there, you should have the ability to say, no, I've gotten, I want to just kind of relax at this point. For sure. Yeah, that's a great question. And thank you for asking that. So, so obviously, you know, if, if there's, there's, there's a spectrum of clients if you will, right. Mm -hmm. uh, av average, average family for us saves anywhere from 800 to $1,200 a month. People who really, really want to see, you know, their money work, they're saving anywhere from 1200 and, and above a month. You know, when I first started, I started at, I was in the one to $300 range. So it doesn't matter where your range is. It's, 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 I always say it's not always how much it's just when, 
When you, you say should, saved, you mean save in their bank account? Or and, do you and, mean- and it can be an in investment products that, that we okay. offer. That's what savings. I'm so yeah. when somebody has X, how much would that like minimum be where they go, okay, I want to go talk to a financial advisor, yourself or whoever. Yeah. Like, at what point would they say, okay, I've got enough to do that, that it's going to like, I can actually do something with it. Yeah. So, so unlike, I know there's major firms and I don't want to name firms just for yeah. the sake of, there's certain firms that require to have, have required to have like half a million dollars yeah. in assets. That's there's right. no minimum requirement to come okay. talk to us. Awesome. Um, and another, and another, and thank you for asking that. And another key thing is that our consultations are completely complimentary. Okay. Um, so especially it's a no brainer. Yeah. It's, it's, it's literally, literally, it's just like one of the things that I've always learned is, can I get a second opinion? And I think it's always good, especially when it's with your finances mm-hmm. is get, have, have a second opinion, mm-hmm. have, mm-hmm. we can't always see the picture when we're inside the frame. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and the beauty about what we do is we look at everything outside of the frame, complimentary, no strings attached. And that's important because it's just like, can I just have someone give me professional feedback? Exactly. It's not always, can I have someone sell something to me? Exactly. Um, so, so, you know, please feel free to reach out to me. And so we, there we you can, go. But, you heard it all. Okay. You don't need to have, uh, you have as little or as much as you, as you have uh, to invest. Okay. And you know, for right. those of you that are thinking, Oh, I'll just put it in my savings account at the bank. Think again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's a waste. Okay. And yeah. if you think, Oh, I'm too young to be doing this. Think again, those years go by so quickly. And you know what? It, it yes. takes a lot of money to finally, you know, get enough where you want to retire on. I mean, you know, this day and age, a million dollars to retire on is not a lot of money. FYI. Okay. So take, take tax inflation, tax, take all those things in inflation. Government. What are they saying? Yeah. Inflation 2% every year. I think I just two yeah. percent every year. Think about it. So you're like, oh, I have, I'll have enough. But then, then look at how it's going to be then. So you know, just protect yourself. And it's kind of like if it's, if it's just taken out of your check every single month, you're not going to miss it. I mean, that's how you know, just like when I used to be right. an employee, they take it out of your check. I'm like, that's yeah. what I get every month, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, if you give it to me, and then you're going to have to pull it out of my hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 and you, and you can do concepts. that. You can have yeah. it automatically withdrawn. Yeah, one hundred percent. And uh-huh. and like again, the the best thing is at the very least have the conversation. Exactly. And if if you're open to have that conversation, you know, give send me a message. We'll get on. We'll we'll get on a Zoom. The beauty about Zoom is there's no state boundaries. Exactly. So it, it doesn't matter where you're from. We'll we'll hop on a Zoom, and and you know, as as we'll, we can we can go through any questions that you may or may not have. And you can get a better understanding of what those concepts really are and how they work. Perfect. All right. Well, it's such a pleasure having you. I love yeah, seeing you. You're so inspiring. You lift my spirits every single time I see you. So we're going to have to get that uh, together sometime. We're not that far apart distance wise. So we'll have to get together. We're not. Yeah, that's right. One time. Okay. Yeah. So everybody, thank you for joining us today. We'd love having you. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do. It's Tina Marks TV. And of course, my podcast is Transparent with Tina. And we will see you next week.